You're listening to the premier home of motorsports for nearly two decades. The Race Central Radio Show. Back on ESPN Radio 1600. Let's go racing drivers! Unbelievable! It's going to be close right here at the line. He's got the inside. They touch once, twice. Oh boy, here we go. This is going to be tight right here. Now, here is your host. One of the most respected motorsports voices in America, Motorsports Insider, Kurt Hansen. Uh, you know, I would take issue. If, uh, if you can see Sydney doing her uh, walk up music dance, man, we'd never have. Uh, she's doing the anti rain dance because she's going to a concert That's at. That's my uh, WWE. Is that what that is? Yeah. <laughs> God. It's such a. Yeah. Such a little person with a big voice, a singing voice, a, a TV talent, a radio talent, a producer talent. I mean, how do you pack all that in uh, five feet? I'm actually thinking about switching tunes and doing professional wrestling. Right. So what would be your professional wrestling? Sid the Kid, would that be yeah. Sid the Kid? Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you won a championship, the belt would be as big as you are. Probably. Because what are you, you barely busting five foot? I'm five two. Yeah, there you go. Barely busting five feet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the, the fun we have here. Sid's a great, uh, she's a great friend and a great addition, and uh, we, we enjoyed, do- oh, as I see rain drops now, they're not falling on my head, they're uh, hitting the windows here of the ivory tower, there's not a soul on the road, there's not a soul in this building, uh, are we going to do that EDM concert here later tonight, with all the lights and stuff, I'm sure that'll go over well, um, yeah, yeah, we probably won't need to come here next week then if we do that <laughs> anyways welcome to hour number two it's the second hour power good to t- talk to justin ashley uh kid's cool i've got to be pretty good friends with him i look forward to hanging out with him and um uh, josh hart antron brown all, all the folks but um yeah yeah it's going to be an interesting weekend uh the mile high nationals i, I think you know th- a lot of people i've talked to that have maybe never been before that I know, they're like, hey, I, I heard that place is closing. And, you know, then I have to go through the story 80 million times. Um, but I think a lot of people are going to come. And it's, it's a shame that maybe their first time might be their last time. Unless uh, with a little luck and, and a lot of hard work by the band members, God bless them, they uh, are able to uh, resurrect the deal someplace else. But we'll have to, that's just going to, that's going to be an effort in time. So what can I say? The uh, I was going to tell a hill climb story right now, but and a Baja story. But oh, now I do want to talk about this. So uh, the street races this weekend in Chicago. You may have heard of it, Chicago. I mean, there's uh, you know there's there's two baseball teams that play in that town, the White Sox and the Cubs. Now the Cubs Wrigley is like 20 miles from downtown, but uh, White Sox. Uh, the place the White Sox call home, I don't know what sponsor they have on the side of it. Uh, it's like it's like 10, 12 miles up the road. And they share some major thoroughfares that, you know, will be blocked going into downtown. So it uh, and, and the baseball teams have really embraced the NASCAR race and to promote. I mean, this is if this thing comes off the way, you know, uh, NASCAR hopes. And I know with uh, Julie Geis, uh, you know, pull the plug and pull the strings. It, I mean, it, all the right players will be in place. And this thing could be, I mean, this could be uh, a bit of a wave of the future. 
I mean, the IndyCar race through the streets of Denver now, not the original uh, days back in the early 90s when they went right through downtown by the Capitol and, and stuff. Uh, too many potholes, manhole covers, uh, just not not a good layout. But the years I announced the Denver Grand Prix out by the – well, not by the Pepsi Center, around the Pepsi Center were pretty cool. And it seemed, by and large, uh, drivers liked it, and it was a very popular venue. Uh, sadly, I, I mean, I announced uh, oh, look, four, five, six, the last three years, I believe. Um, and uh, it was cool. It was becoming one of the favorite stops, much like the Mile High Nationals. The drivers love coming here. The crew chiefs hate it. The altitude, everything just is not right. And for rookie drivers, it's, it's weird because uh, the cars don't launch the way they normally would at altitude or at sea level because this is the highest track they race at. And the, mo- the motors sound funny, so drivers, especially rookie drivers, it's like they just, they don't, they're, what they're used to is not what's going to happen here. But the IndyCar race is becoming very popular, the champ car race, I should put. I actually floated out the idea with a couple uh, people with a lot of juice and some deep uh, claws in racing and in the community about trying to trying to bring an event back. But I don't think we're economically nor financially positioned any longer. I mean, sadly enough, uh, professional racing with with the sailing or setting sail of the Mile High Nationals. And besides Colorado National Speed with the NASCAR track I announced out. We're done. Kind of makes me sad. You know, and I've heard uh, a lot of commentary from a lot of people. It's interesting as racing television numbers have been skyrocketing all the way around. Uh, By the way, the NHRA on Fox just won like eight or nine, ten telly awards. Race Central TV has a telly award. It's like the Grammy or an Emmy of cable television. We have one. The Fox broadcast really stepped the game up. I mean, it's good. It's really good. Uh, TV numbers uh, from the handoff to Fox to NBC last weekend. Way up. Xfinity numbers, way up. IndyCar, way up. It's uh, IMSA, sports car rating. I mean, it's uh, it's a new dawning as far as viewership. No matter how you can you know consume it. Or how you consume Race Central TV. We're on a plethora of digital platforms. Amazon Prime, Roku. We're on cable. We're on satellite. We're on 35 major network affiliates. I mean, Stevie Wonder can see Race Central TV, and you should see it too. Or you can watch it on Denver Comcast or anywhere you can hear my voice as we have a massive streaming audience on the radio on racecentralmedia.com. Just go to racecentralmedia.com and watch a TV show. It will not disappoint. It's America's longest-running motorsports television show, as this here radio show produced by Sid the Kid. I didn't mean to get off into a sales pitch, but what the hell? It's what we do, because without uh, the great partners that help this happen, we can't do it. So when it comes time to do commerce, support those people, like North Star Liquor Superstore, Coyote Motorsports, Dents by Hand, Cole Pars Hobby Town. What can I say? It's a great day to be alive. It's the 4th of July weekend. Happy 4th of July weekend to all of you. And uh, be safe. Uh, if you go to Red Rocks, see Sid. Uh, tell her to put her. She's got an army bag over there. I see that. Wear your helmet. Be cool. 
Funny car driver Chris King coming up in the program. Also, Photo Joe starred more good NASCAR commentary and silly stuff by me. It is the premier freaking home for motorsports. Every Friday, 3 to 5, it's the drive. And racecentralmedia.com. Respected voices in motorsports. Your host, Kurt Hansen. Uh, happy Fourth of July weekend here on the Premier Home for Motorsports. It is very essential to drive from three to five. What we do every Friday right here on the Blowtorch, AM sixteen hundred FM one hundred four three. The fan and streaming around the country and around the globe at racecentralmedia.com. As we roll up on the sixty fifth, uh, well, the how do I put this, Beth? It's kind of a it's kind of a sad story, but it's uh. It's the end, and uh, the, not the Mopar Mile High Nationals, but the Power Broker Mile High Nationals. This is it. Uh, n- no more, you know, the fat lady's going to sing. And, uh, uh, you know, we're going to shoot a special TV show for Race Central up there and catch up with all our good friends. You heard us with Justin Ashley earlier on the program, a good friend of the program. But it's like wearing my Orange County Fire T-shirt. This is kind of ironic because a buddy of mine who is a firefighter in Orange County sent me this shirt a couple days ago. And then I talked to Elon. He says, well, hey, have my guy Chris King on. And uh, he's a firefighter in Chicago. And I went, well, that's pretty cool. Uh, so, Chris, welcome to Race Central, your maiden voyage. I got a firefighter, Orange County OC firefighter T-shirt on in celebration of you joining the program. But uh, welcome to Race Central. And uh, what the hell does this mean for your weekend? What are you going to do? Well, thanks for having me, Kurt. And it's uh, really cool you're repping the fire department. I'll have to get you a Chicago squad oh! one first. You can add to your collection you, for sure. You better. This is not the Dan Patrick studio, but it is the Ray Central studio. And I'll put that sucker up on the wall. I'll wear that. I'll wear it on the TV show, dude. Absolutely. For sure. I'll get that done for you. But uh, like you said, it's kind of bittersweet. Um, it, it's the end of an era for Bandemir. And ironically enough, it's where I made my professional debut back in 2021. So, oh, my Lord. Um, it's a place that we like to race, and it's going to be uh, definitely missed off the schedule. So it, it's surreal for sure. I know you're running a, a, like a six-race schedule, I think. And you, you uh, started the season off at your home track, Route 66, a month or so ago. Will you be here at the Mile Highs? I will be. We'll uh, actually buttoning the car up right now. We'll be pulling out beginning of the week uh, in a week and a half, get the cars out there Wednesday, set the pit up, and then we have some sponsor commitments and some uh, activation things with Elon scheduled. Yep. And uh, we'll be out there doing all kinds of things, marketing this race, and uh, hopefully the Bandamir family will partake in some of it, and we'll make this a, a big show for everybody. Yeah, I'll just bring my T-shirt seriously to the track because uh, we'll, we'll catch up with you. We'll do a segment with you uh, for Race Central TV, the longest-running motorsports show on television. Absolutely. You got it. Just let me know what size it is after the show. You got it. Uh, uh, so I got a question. I mean, I, I'm, I'm a huge Straight lighter. I grew up at Fremont Dragship in the in Northern California as a kid and stuff. But uh, you got a little uh, NASCAR thing going on in Chicago. You gonna you gonna are you working? By the way, are you gonna go down and take a peek? I am gonna stay as far away from the <laughs> chaos downtown as possible. If you know anything about Chicago, the traffic's a nightmare on a good day. And with uh, with NASCAR in town, it, it's it's crazy because they have all the major 
arteries closed down yep. and so much going on down there, it's it's going to be crazy. And fortunately, I'm on a vacation block from work right now, so I don't have to partake in any of that stuff unless I absolutely want to. And uh, I, I think the best seat for that's going to be on the couch watching it on TV, honestly. Good for you. We're talking to Chris King, a funny car driver. He'll be here at the Mile High Nationals uh, in a couple of weeks. Um, and, and, and he's the owner of King Training Innovations, LLC, a firefighter training company that uh, that you started. But let me ask you this. What started first, wanting to be a firefighter as a little boy or wanting to be a drag racer? I grew up uh, chasing my dad around the firehouse as a young man, so the fire thing has been in me since I was barely knee-high. Um, so I always knew I wanted to be a fireman, but as I grew up, I got into dirt biking and motorsports and going fast and just never seemed to quench my, my thrill for adrenaline, and it just progressed up through the ranks and got me to the point where I'm not racing the big boys or at least trying to. Yeah, we, well, and, and some days during the week you're putting out fires, and sometimes the weekend you're trying not to be on fire. Exactly. <laughs> when I'm in the race car, I'm going to try to do everything you can not to be on fire. Oh, but uh, and inevitable in a nitro car, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, so I, I was talking earlier about, you know, the, the teams love coming to the mile highs. They love coming here. The tuners hate it because everything's not right. Things don't sound right. They don't, the car doesn't launch like it normally does. What do you go through, you and your team, to kind of get ready for the craziness and the one-offness here at uh, 5280? So, believe it or not, it actually plays into our hand. We don't have the big budget and the fancy parts and run as hard as the bigger teams do just because we can't afford that beating up on our parts. Right. So coming to the Mile High Nationals, my crew chief, Terry Totten, has been running his dragster up there successfully for years. He has a very good handle and good base tune-up to put on both his car and my car. He's going to be running his dragster as well. So it, it plays into our favor because our car is a lot more predictable when we try to calm it down and make up for the lack of air. So, you know, we'll be going A to B, hopefully. Uh, we got some new things in the car that we're working on and a couple of changes in the clutch setup. But this car is going to be uh, going A to B, so the big boys are going to have to make it down the track. Otherwise, we're going to beat them. You know, that makes complete sense. Uh, I, as a former professional driver in a bunch of different categories, and still race a lot of amateur stuff and in, in vintage. Um, many times, especially in open wheel racing, the rain's a great equalizer because if we can't run the motors as hard as the big, uh, you know, the big ticket guys, and you know, blah 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 blah. Um, that's the first time I've thought about that. You make a great point because, you know, when they're trying to, you know, slow the blower down and do this and do that and try not to, you know, smoke the tires on the hit because they're they're making too much. Uh, horsepower they got too much clutch or whatever um that makes complete sense but that's your secret weapon your tuner has a lot of experience here so they they got to kind of come back to you exactly you know we're going to go out and of course we're not going to try to rotate the world making world record numbers <laughs> but we're going to make sure that our car is consistent and going to be going down the track a to b and that's what's going to win the races uh boy you just missed in chicago too your home track i'm sure you had a bunch of family and friends out there i mean you you missed it by a click um you know you're you, obviously what you do god bless you you're a firefighter i mean you know i can remember sneaking into the montclair firehouse when i was a little boy and sliding down the you know the the pole and stuff it's uh 
you know, wanting to be a firefighter is what little kids are made of. And then they grow up and become firefighters and drive funny cars. Uh, at least some of them do. Um, <laughs> the American but, dream. Yeah. But yeah, the, Joliet, uh, it, was, it was kind of bittersweet for us. We put the team together in about a month and a half from me acquiring the car and the team as the owner to getting everything ready for the race. And we were seeing promising numbers, but unfortunately I had a mechanical failure. We had some parts that broke in Q3 and ended up kicking the rods out and destroying our motor. Otherwise, uh, the pass that it was on, the incremental numbers would have been there. We would have qualified for the show. But like I said, we kicked the rods out, hurt, hurt a bunch of parts, and that carried over and kind of knocked us out of competition for Norwalk last weekend because we were planning on going there. But uh, we, we decided to back off that race and make sure everything was right and get our stuff together and go uh, 100% for Bandemir. So are you going to run the whole Western Swinger? What, what is your six-race schedule? we got one of the books already, so you're going to be mile highs. So you're going to do the rest of the Swinger. You're going to kind of pick and choose. We're going to pick and choose. Going out west for me and Terry is very hard. You know, we work real jobs, so getting away and traveling is, is very difficult, plus the cost just getting out west because I'm in the Midwest. It's a long drive, and I tow the car myself with my F-350 pickup truck. We don't have big semis or anything like that. We have a 28-foot tag trailer that we run the funny car out of. So there's a lot of uh, off time and travel that goes into it and costs incurred. So what our plans are is to try to keep into the Midwest and a couple maybe east or south races. But as of right now, uh, we're definitely hitting Vandermeer. Then we're going to come back to Topeka. Uh, We're possibly going to Brainerd, St. Louis, Indy, and then we're in sponsorship talks with a company if they decide they want to latch on we may go and represent them in reading oh that's fantastic and that's a good schedule i mean that that's definitely a lot of meat and potatoes uh right there so that's good stuff um talk to us for a moment about because i do a lot of work with the national prevention of drowning foundation and also with a foundation called limb of dreams which was started by a friend of mine who lost his leg in a motorcycle accident down in arizona and is doing great work but i've got about you know, about 45 seconds real quick. I want you to talk about the Ronnie Thames Foundation, which you're very involved with, for children's burn prevention. Yeah, so I got hooked up with the people of the Ronnie Thames Foundation because I like the cause. It's about prevention and recognition of first responders. You know, ultimately, we want to prevent and educate people how to be fire safe and keep kids and families from getting burned. But in the event that something does happen, the foundation is there to step in to help those families stay together during hospital visits and make it as good for everybody involved as possible. And with that, we also run uh, recognition programs to recognize and honor first responders for different things that are done throughout the community as far as heroism, community involvement, teamwork, and leadership roles, things like that. So we make sure that we give back to those that give everything every day to make a difference in people's lives. God bless you. My God, he's a Chicago firefighter and uh, a stout funny car driver, too. He'll be here at the Mile High Nationals just a couple weeks. Uh, what can I tell you? It's Chris King right there. Hey, I'm so glad uh, uh, Elon, he's a great friend, has hooked us up. And I look forward to, um, to seeing you at Mile Highs. So we'll do a little bit of TV stuff. Have a great weekend. Be safe. Uh, have a safe tow out here. We'll see you in a couple weeks. I appreciate it, Kurt. Thanks a lot, and don't forget to give me that T-shirt size so I can take care of you. You got it. That's Chris King right there. Great cause. Great guy. Uh, man, doing the firefighter thing and driving funny cars. My God, there's little kids are all around the world. They're going, Dad, I want to do that. It is Race Central Radio. It's the drive from 3 to 5. I'm the insider. North Star Superstore.
Yeah. NorthstarLiquorSuperstore.com on the web. Visit them. Get your favorite beverages for the 4th of July weekend, your confection food, your cigars, whatever it may be. It's Northstar in Johnstown. Check them out and RayCentralMedia.com. After the hour, just inspecting the uh, the cracks in the Hewlett Packard laptop of mine. My lord. Yeah, well, <clears throat> as long as I don't have any cracks in my head or cracks in my hull or cracks in the motor. <laughs> oh, we should be good. Hey, uh, happy Fourth of July weekend! It is a drive three to five. The blowtorch for motorsports. RayCentralMedia.com. RayCentral TV on RayCentralMedia.com or. And if you're listening around the country uh, on the website, I check your local programmers for uh, stations and times and all that good stuff because hell if I know. <laughs> when you have that much syndication distribution, it's uh, you can almost throw a dart. But uh, if you can't find us on the old linear TV or on Amazon Prime or Roku or just go to racecentralmedia.com. Again, I'm up. I'm really happy to be with you after you having a couple of weeks off uh, doing the hill climb thing last uh, last Friday, then up at uh, CNS on Saturday night, and a week before I don't know where I was before. I don't know what I was doing. What happens? You get old, and I still haven't landed that privilege and sponsorship yet. If anybody can help me, is uh, my wife says uh, you know uh, my forgetfulness is so bad I forgot where I put my forgetful pills. So I do want to. I'll tell you a quick another quick story about uh, the Pikes Peak International Hill Climb. So I was up there doing. I was a summit reporter, which I kind of anchor a lot of the stuff from for Speed TV. <clears throat> and my wife was uh, our grip. In other words, so what she does is when we do an interview or a segment. She writes down all the time. So interview with David Donner. Um, is 11 minutes, 12 seconds, Mark. So she'll go 11 to 11, 12, 10 or whatever, David Donner. Then the next interview, so it's all all coded out. <laughs> and uh, that was the year, I think, I can't remember. I think we got snowed on. I, I, I don't remember. It's about so many times up in the summer. But what was interesting is, I think it was that year, though, because I remember – uh, funnel clouds recited. See, that, that mountain has really high iron content, which actually makes its own weather because of the electrostatic field, not to get technical here. So it's super changeable, which was what makes that running that race always so crazy. So we got funnel clouds, we got hail, we got lightning, and it came in really quick. And at the top of the, of the uh, Pikes Peak back then, it was like a big dirt parking lot, but there was these huge rock boulders with a lot of iron in them. 
piled up in the middle. It's like a big crag. I mean, it was huge. It, I mean, to, if you had to run around, it'd take you, you know, 35 seconds to run around. It was massive. And as the cars finished, they'd park her on the back side of the boulder so there was nobody in the way. So if somebody came up to the finish with a stuck throttle or something, they didn't pile into a bunch of race cars. They might go off the side of the cliff, but besides that, uh, it's always that could happen. Besides that, Mrs. Lincoln, how'd you like to play? And we're up there, and all of a sudden, you could feel it. Like the hair on my arms was standing up. And I have a three, three, I think it's three watt, maybe three ohms, three watt. I don't know. Not a technical guy. A wireless mic. And the camera, this starts hailing like crazy. And the lightning starts hitting all around us. And he says, come on, we got to get inside. So we are running to the, the roundhouse restaurant to get inside. As I'm running, I've got my wireless mic on. And a big bolt of lightning, I mean, scared the bejesus out of me, hit probably, I mean, eight eight feet to my left on the boulders and kind of went, <laughs> like, like, you know, spiders crawling across the rocks, like you see in sci-fi movies. It's a real thing. And it arcs, it hits my mic hand. And I just, I, I felt my whole body just kind of went zap. And I fell down. And my wife helps me up. And we run into Roundhouse, Roundhouse is what we call it. And he's like, are you okay? Did that thing did that thing arc to you? And I went, yeah. And he's like, well, first of all, are you okay? And I'm like, I think so. And he says, well, hopefully you didn't burn the mic up. But we had another mic, but the mic was okay. Don't know how. But uh, for the rest of the day, I definitely felt awkward say the least. And I had this really nice bracelet that my wife had given me. Um, is uh, platinum. And get down, you know, get my jacket off at the end of the day. And I look at my bracelet, and it's brown. Well, it's shiny platinum before that. You know, jewelry picks up the oils and stuff from your, from your skin and whatever. Well, when it arced to me, it electro, electrostatically lit up the bracelet or, or did whatever, but it turned like a marble finish on the bracelet. And I went to the jeweler, and I said, can you fix it? And he goes, what happened? And I told him, and he went, oh, my God. You basically got, I mean, not in a big dose, thank God, but electrocuted. And it's changed the, the complexion of the bracelet. But he polished on that thing for like ever and brought it back. But I was like, holy cow. Holy cow. And a similar story like that happened to me at the Mopar Big Block Party years later. That was just as terrifying, but probably don't have time to get to it now. Uh, Sydney, do we have time for our good friend Bob Pachris? We do. So, and the, I love, um, and I'm going to have to tease Bob about this when I see him in Phoenix, but these uh, fast thoughts of Bob Pachris, they've kind of gone like Bob Pachris Unplugged, like we do Race Central Unplugged on YouTube. Check it out. So, because they're pretty funny. Let's hear from Bob Pachris. Thanks, Fox Sports, right here and right now. Thanks, Bob Pachris from Fox Sports and some fast thoughts following Ross Chastain's big win here at Nashville Super Speedway. He snaps a 42-race winless streak. 
and really gets his first win where you could say he just took it to him. You know, the win at Coda, he has the battles there with AJ Allmendinger and Alex Bowman at the end. And then at Talladega, his win last year there, kind of the seas parted a little bit for him. Certainly was in position to take advantage of it. But today, he outduels Martin Truex Jr. and gets the job done. And in those 42 races, you could say there were many where he potentially had the best car. They potentially should have gotten it done and didn't. Uh, he obviously had the issues at Darlington, making people upset. And now, is he a changed driver? He hasn't made people upset in over a month. Some people say maybe he lost a little bit of his aggressiveness, but he certainly got the job done today. I would say he's changed a little bit, but I wouldn't go so far as say, you know, everything's totally different. I want to see it a little bit more for a few more weeks, but this certainly was a step in the right direction. Uh, yes, I love the way Bob does, because you met him in person. You don't see that personality at all. This guy doesn't have a car. He and his wife live in New York City, and he is, he's, a, he's a real throwback. We out of time? Oh, man. Sucks for me, huh? We're going to go last call. Uh, last call for alcohol. Your uh, choice for alcohol or any of your favorite beverage, confection foods, cigars, whatever it may be. It's uh, right there. NorthstarLiquorSuperstore.com on the web. They got the tastings uh, many days during the week, all the online specials. They'll ship it to you or just go in. It's a short drive up I-25. Tell me you heard us talking about them on the radio. It's NorthStarLiquorSuperstore.com. Uh, wow. It's uh, time to take, our, I guess, our last break. Uh, glad I came in this, this Friday. It's a fast Friday. It looks like the weather's clearing up. Uh, Everybody have a very happy and safe 4th of July weekend, whatever that means for you. And uh, a lot of great racing on TV this weekend. You've got IndyCar. Uh, one of the most picturesque circuits they run in mid-Ohio. NASCAR on the streets of Detroit. You've got Formula One in Austria. Holy cow. And we'll talk a little Formula One and lots more in our final segment. It's Race Central on the radio and racecentralmedia.com. minutes after the hour as we uh, bump our way into the final segment. Sydney Kid STK doing a great job uh, pushing all the right buttons. Did we ever have plexiglass in this studio? We did. Huh? Yeah, wow. Seems so long ago. Yeah. Is uh, Sid does a great job. Uh, check out the video podcast at racecentralmedia.com. Also the radio podcast of this here great radio program that you can hear live every Friday from 3 to 5. It's The Drive here on AM 1600. ESPN Radio and FM 104.3, resplendent in HD2. Uh, great show. Glad it came in. Man, oh, man, it was like I was teetering. I was teetering because it seems like everybody's off. I know people are off today, tomorrow, obviously tomorrow, Sunday, and then Monday and Tuesday. So whatever you're up to, uh, have a great weekend. And if you're 
We're going to need to stock up on stuff. Go to uh, North Star Liquor Superstore in Johnstown. Drive a little, save a ton. And you can go online and order stuff. They'll ship it. Uh, they got the tastings during the week. It, 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 it's, a, it's, a good, uh, it's a good read. How's that for? <laughs> uh, we're still stopping at Coyote Motorsports tomorrow. Look at all the new cool CF Motos and Yamaha stuff. Or Colpar's Hobbytown, two locations to serve you in Aurora. Reach out to my good friend, Michael Hand, densebyhand.com. They got the big store up in Boulder or the mobile van that will come to you and fix any of your paintless dent removal needs. Uh, IndyCar this weekend, Mid-Ohio. I got, I'm got. i going to have a full weekend. Uh, I'm off this weekend. Probably going to go up and see the Sprint Car Show tomorrow night, but then I'm going to be watching me some turn left, turn right uh, in IndyCar and in NASCAR, which I'm pumped about for big time. Um, Sid and I talked about this in the podcast, which uh, a video cast, which you should definitely go take a look at. But here's it in a nutshell. And we got much more into it on the video cast. Alex Palou, who drives for Chip Ganassi, uh, last year, you know, had one year left of his contract this year, 2000, uh, 2023, and was lured away by McLaren, announced that he had signed with McLaren, and then literally, like, within minutes, the announcement came out that Alex had re-upped with uh, Ganassi Racing for uh, 2023 and 24, even though he had a contract. He was basically busting his contract. And I talked to Chip Ganassi's attorney in Long Beach this year in the uh, – where all the all the deals are done, all the good conversations are out of, which is the bar at the Western uh, Hotel in downtown Long Beach. And he basically told me very candidly, and I won't go into names and play, but they they put the they put the hard squeeze on him. They did on Alex uh, because Alex has Formula One aspirations, and going to McLaren uh, this year would have given a chance to drive the McLaren IndyCar this year, but do a lot more stuff with McLaren in the Formula One car. Well. One of the things he was able to negotiate, even though he had a contract, uh, was he was able to negotiate that he could drive the McLaren Formula One car when time permitted. Chip had to give that up to him, so which is ironic because Pato Ward, who drives the McLaren, is a fa- fastest in first practice at Mid-Ohio this weekend. It's Pato Ward, Alex Palou, and then the next part of this story, third is Marcus Erickson. Marcus Erickson also drives for Chip Ganassi Racing, Won the Indy 500 last year. A lot of people felt he got gypped out of an Indy 500 win this year. I don't know. But pretty vocal about it. Guy came from Formula One. Well, now the, the story, because essentially they were able to leverage Alex into staying committed to his 2023 contract. He's a free agent at the end of the year. Uh, a lot of conversations. He's driven the McLaren Formula One car a couple times. Been very, very quick. If he doesn't go to McLaren at the end of this year, I'd be stunned. I don't think, because um, they don't, uh, Ganassi has no leverage on him. And he wants to go to Formula One. He has an, uh, an open opportunity to go to Formula One. It would just really, really shock me if that's not what happened. Now, Marcus Erickson, uh, Marcus is a pretty snarky guy. He's quiet, but he's very quiet. He's very quick. He did a lot with not a lot uh, in Formula 1 with the Alfa Romeo. I say one in Indy 500. This year, leading with, I mean, he led, he suffered and led through three restarts. Then that last restart, which he felt was was a dangerous scenario, they restarted it, they basically went green-white checker. 
uh, throwing the green in the middle of the backstretch, and they had a you know turn and a half to race to the checker flag. Um, and Joseph Newgarden made the move, but Marcus his contract is up too, so Chip could lose two of the top drivers in IndyCar, maybe one to Formula One and one to their IndyCar team. And it it, it sounds, you know, the Alex Palou thing, there's got to be some bad blood there because they basically, you know, locked him down and said, here's how we're going to screw you and screw with your career. I mean, I talked to the attorney. I won't go into personalities and, and such, but this guy was uh, – He's what I would expect if you need to go into a negotiation and pull out all the daggers. Uh, this guy told me some stories that even I went, whoa. Uh, and finally said to me, basically, we just suggested to him that he be a man of his word and do the right thing. I'm like, holy cow. The Chicago attorney's right there, man. It's, uh, it was pretty plain to see. Marcus, I think there's some bad blood there. Uh, Marcus feels like he's he's getting hosed, and he's basically said as, as much. I mean, he's bringing all that Husky chocolate money. I mean, the guy that owns Husky chocolate is a personal friend and sponsor. He's a billionaire, and uh, he's bringing a lot of money to that deal. And Chip says he'd like to resign him, but he's got to tidy up some sponsor stuff. And they've asked Marcus that. And Marcus said, great question, but not a question for me. I'm... I'm barely being paid and bringing money. And came out and said, there's 15 other drivers that can't compete with me and aren't bringing money. If they want to save the Marcus deal, I don't know if they're going to save the, I don't think the Alex Palou deal is savable. He's your points leader. He's won, uh, I want to say, three out of five races this season so far. I mean, the guys, he's already won a championship. I'd be surprised. It was two years ago. If he didn't win another one. But the season's still got some time to go and wraps up at Laguna Seca. I might have to go out to that my home, one of my home tracks. Uh, and watch that. But uh another thing to watch too is the whole Roman Grosjean thing. Kind of bring bringing his crashing ways from Formula One now to IndyCar. Some people are starting to roll the eyes. Will Power wants nothing, nothing to do with him. And then real quick, uh the Jimmy Johnson thing, they withdrew his entry at the car he's gonna drive this week in Chicago. Um, tragic deal. Uh, Chandra's wife, um, her, uh, her, you know, parents and a, a nephew uh, were killed in what looks like a murder suicide. They both they think the the mother in law did it or something. I mean, it's it's a messy deal. Or maybe the mother. I I, I can't remember all the details. I, I didn't really want to read through it because it's just uh, it's sad. But you know, race car drivers are people too, and they have family or, that are people too, and. Stuff happened to those people, too. Do we have any time for that audio there, Sid? Uh, well, um, if we had time for which 11 winners from the season have stood out? No way. How about A.J. Allmendinger? Nope. How about uh, we do nothing? <laughs> How about um, Julie Geis talks about NASCAR outreach events? No. You, you have all the magic. You're the producer extraordinaire. Can't you just put more? T- we have two minutes. Well, guess what? That sucks for me. It's my fault. But I want to get to those stories because um, 
they were hanging around out there and uh, thought it was important to get to. Hey, I want to thank you all for tuning in. It's uh, what we do every Friday. It's a drive from 3 to 5 here on ESPN AM 1600 FM 104.3 The Fan HD Channel 2. And streaming around the country and around the globe. Uh, glad I came in because uh, it's been a lot of fun for me. Great to catch up with Justin Ashley. He'll be here in a couple of weeks for the final, the last call at uh, Bandimer Speedway. And Chris King, we look forward to catching up with him. Firefighter from Chicago. Sounds like a very, very cool dude. I look forward to meeting him. And um, he's going to bring me a T-shirt. That's pretty darn cool, man. I'll see if I can get one for you, Sid. What are you, small? Micro small? Smaller than small? What's that? Large. Well, I'll see if I can get you a large. Uh, men's large would look good on you. You'd wear it to be beat your ankles. So, anyway, thanks for all all of you for tuning in. Watch Race Central TV. It's going to be a fun weekend again. Uh, NASCAR is in uh, Chi-Town, through the streets of Chicago. I call I heard DMAC call San Francisco San Fran the other day on the, on the air. That is like if you said that in San Francisco or the surrounding communities, people would look at you like you crawled from under a rock somewhere. People haven't used the term Frisco or San Fran in like, at least not in the Bay Area for, hmm, let's see, I left 20 years ago, probably 35 to 40 years. I'll have to help, help DMAC with his hipster talking because uh, that would probably get him expelled from any any community around the San Francisco Bay Area. But uh, NASCAR getting to Chicago this weekend, uh, IndyCar. They are at Mid-Ohio. That'll be a good race. So Formula One at the uh, with the Austrian Grand Prix. Max Verstappen currently on pole. And uh, I believe, if memory serves me correct, that uh, well, I know Maxi Axe is on pole. Uh, I believe um, Charles Leclerc in the Ferrari is third, and his teammate uh, Carlos Sainz. Thank you very much. Senior moment. So Ferrari 2-3, Maxiak's doing what he's doing. Um, Mr. Horner, the big boss at Red Bull, not real excited with Sergio Perez's effort, but I believe he is fourth, but didn't like his qualifying effort. Formula One is brutal. Uh, the, 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 the column said that uh, his seat is still safe, even though dismal qualifying performance. Fourth! At uh, Austria, their home track. Can you imagine? What a brutal sport. I mean, how naive. You don't qualify well. You're worried about losing your seat. But that is Formula One. That is uh, why a lot of the drivers that come from Formula One to IndyCar, like IndyCar, still super competitive. I mean, Will Powers basically said Formula One's a joke. It's a lead follow. Uh, And based on what we saw in Detroit at the Detroit Grand Prix for IndyCar, holy cow, Katie barred the door. Thanks for tuning in. It is Race Central on the radio. Thanks to Sid the Kid, pushing all the right buttons. Everybody at Bonneville for letting me do what I do. All of our great sponsor partners, you know, NorthstarLiquorSuperstore.com, Colpars, Hobbytown, uh, Dents by Hand, Michael Hand, DentsByHand.com, CoyoteMotorsports.com. Can't do it without what they do. I'm the insider. Have a happy, happy 4th of July weekend. Be safe and do something nice for somebody. It's Race Central the Radio. I'll see you next week. Everybody,
Everybody will be mad, let it take your all the night shadows. All of you break out of bed to the light. 